I'm going to need you to sit tight for this next pick. Song is by Stephanie Joanne Germanata. You may know her better as Lady Gaga. <laughs> this song is called Guy, G-U-Y. Oh. So I'm going to demonstrate to you right now how hard this fucking riff is. Welcome. It's Hardlore time. How are you, Bo? I'm doing so, so well. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> this is going to be a fun one. You know, we've been we've been talking about this for weeks. We've been putting it off for weeks. Mm-hmm. We decided to pivot last minute from this when we did an episode about soft songs by hard bands. Right. Which was like almost there's I think there's far fewer there are yes. far more hard songs by soft bands. Like this is a broad. Yeah, this is a pretty broad category. Um, but the thing is that we have to basically not talk about hardcore for two hours, you know, or so an hour and a half. Make, or whatever. Yeah, we wanted a need for it kind of. Yeah. We wanted to build to it and make people go, what about the opposite? And then we yeah. go, okay, I guess we could do that. <laughs> when in reality, that was the original plan all yeah. along. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I'll try to like equate all these parts two hardcore bands just to see like i don't know just to give it give them a little piece well yeah you got to give them like we need to say the song and then the reason why yeah exactly yeah it can't just be yeah that's you know there has to be the justification for it yeah and um, i've got i've got a pretty pretty good solid justification all around and and just a heads up there's going to be quite a few non like exclusively non-hardcore bands obviously but also like quite a few like what kind of reactions i, I think feel, they're all you know? gonna be what <laughs> what i think about? this is gonna be our most what our most controversial, controversial. episode to date i would <laughs> yeah. say yeah yeah which you know we understand it's about mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. but you know here's some weird stuff that it's none of it's even really weird a lot no. of it is like very accessible yes but from another perspective can be seen as something entirely different yeah. And we are here to offer you that perspective. We're Finally. taking you on a journey. So we each picked about 20 songs from mm-hmm. 20 artists mm-hmm. that we think are kind of hard <laughs> for some <laughs> reason or another. Whether it's, I, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, I was thinking of it either lyrically, a lot of lyrically, uh, <laughs> or, or like part wise, or even just that's like, the thing is mine are almost zero lyrically. Oh, really? Oh, that's good. Mine will be a good contrast then. Cause I have yeah. quite a bit of, of lyric. I figured you from your other list yeah. and the Madball pick. I figured that's right. where your mind was. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the whole thing for me. Yeah, kinda. I got it. I got one or two of those, but mostly it's just like, damn, this is kind of hard. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. That's, that's cool. I like that. All right. You want me to set it off? I would like you to set it off. <laughs> <laughs> My first pick is a song called All Over You by Live from the album Throwing Copper. All over you. The song has an actual breakdown in it. How does it go? 
It goes down, 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 down. And it's like built like an actual pit part. Hits like an actual pit part. Wow. It's legit hard. I've tried to rip it off before to no avail. It like it like didn't come out as hard. Isn't it funny? There's there are parts that we have tried to rip off so many times. Like, you know the 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 breakdown to time bomb. 100 years is the first song. Just the try to rip that off for like three records. And like, you just kind of can't do it. You kind of can't. It's every, every single like pit part that I love in existence is very contextual. Absolutely. What comes before and what comes after make them what they are. I love that. Kickback Forever War Pit would not be the same without the slow lead up, without his voice going uh, over it. Wow. Yes. And, or it being in the middle with a little bit left to go. Yeah. There's every every single pit has context. And in tr- us trying to rip off the all over you pit <laughs> by live, we found that like it's it's the part happening amongst non-hard things that makes it hard yeah even though the verse the song starts with like big snare and uh-huh. big riff kind of verse but they are unequivocally a soft band a soft like band anyone like lightning crashes is the hit and that's placenta fall yeah, to yeah. The floor. talking about placentas falling to the floor and then giving you big pit parts <laughs> I love and it. to me, this sounds like burn or something like this sounds like a burn mosh part based on that. I think even though we're going to we're going to be parallel lanes, mm-hmm. I, I believe on your on your pick. My first pick I had to give it to my boy, Phil Collins, <laughs> a little, <laughs> little song called in the air tonight. It's all been a pack of lies. <laughs> now, now. Not only is the lyric are the lyrics oh incredible. If I if I saw that you were drowning, I would not give you a hand. Yeah, like it's all it's about all like, been a pack of lies. Yeah, it's also in drop D. <laughs> is it really? It's in drop D, and there's a part like there's a part where the guitar is just like just rings out, and with a <laughs> who put in the air tonight in drop D. It, it has to. It, it must be the the key that he sings in, or something, where it was like a mm-hmm. little too high. Or, well, he's got a high register. I really don't yeah. know. There's I mean, an incredible, he really incredible YouTube of him um, where the song starts. Everyone's jamming. He's backstage still, and he's got his headset mic on your mic, and he walks around. He sings the whole song walking around, and like, but the pain, uh, no, 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 and then literally you and me sits like. The very last second. Wow. Very last second. And and if I'm not mistaken, I think that song is about like a manager or someone who like fucked somebody over. And he's just like, well, fuck you. I can, <laughs> if feel, I saw it coming. You were I can feel it coming in the air tonight. I'm about to kill this man. <laughs> exactly. That's hard, dude. That's pretty hard. Come on. Big Phil. That's Big fun. Fan. Big fan. My next pick is a song called Narcolepsy by Third Eye Blind from the Ooh. album Third Eye Blind. I have a Third Eye Blind pick, too. Very soft intro into rate the it's like 
into raging verse the how'd you like to be alone and drowning uh into wow. an actual breakdown wow it's like a slow skank part of the in- the soft <laughs> intro riff it's like it like stops still i find this narcolepsy uh-huh. slide slide into another nightmare Bow. yes dude you're right it's an actual skank dude Wow, I've never really some again, snap case shit straight up. Yeah, yeah, the third eye blind song I pick, I'll get it's later on, but is hundred percent lyrical. So it's a funny. This is a hard song. Yeah, it's just hard. You know what my favorite song is off that record that I didn't pick and then you didn't pick is "Graduate." Graduate's crazy, dude. dude. I, that song. If I was just in a room with my buds, and that song came on, I would lose my mind. You'd be so like, awesome. remember graduating? Ah, it's so fun. We did it. I did it. <laughs> I got my punk ass off the street. A lot of these songs, a few wow. of these, this one in particular are songs that like me and my friends in high school would find and be like, dude, this is a breakdown. Uh-huh. Like this counts as a breakdown. Third Eye Blind has break. And then just rationalizing with ourselves like, no, that no. these parts are breakdowns. I heard when they played uh, <laughs> this, the big room at Soma a few years ago, uh, people Yo. were pitting. People were pitting, dude. <laughs> it's like an, an infamous moment when Michael Morrissey pitted to Wolf Moon when he saw a typo. Like, <laughs> like spin kicked during Wolf Moon. I've done that for one of the bands coming up, so we'll <laughs> talk about that. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Yep. My next one, you're going to love this. And there's quite a few. I think musically this song is hard, um, as well as lyrically. And this is, this is one of my two. Irish Blood, English Heart by Morrissey. The guitar intro, because it, it's it's almost it's a gallop, you know. Yeah, it's like kind of. So that's, it should be, and then it comes in raging, much like narcolepsy and all over you. And then the second verse, the and then yeah. I will die with both my hands untied is one of his hardest lines. Both of my. And it's just the whole song is fuck you yeah. to the whole entire country's government. Yeah. You know? And being like, I'm, I I really wish I could talk about being English, yeah. which is now this many years later in hindsight. It's like, ah, what do you really wish, Miles? But, you know, that's interesting because like on the same record on the last song, he's like every is and every ism thrown my way to stay. Like he's defending himself, saying like I'm not these things, but it's like now he's given up and been like I'm yeah I, I, I kind of believe all that, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. at the time in 2004, yeah, it's it seems like we on in the fucking song before it he's like America yeah. ne- has a president that's never black, female, or gay until that day. You have nothing to say to me. Yeah. What does this man believe? Yeah, what do you want? <laughs> I don't. I don't get it. I just think I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but this it's song's a hard, hard. Song. It's cool. It says, "Fuck the British government. Fuck the Queen. Fuck yeah. the Queen's mama. Fuck yeah. the Queen's mama's mama. Fuck <laughs> the Queen's mama's daddy." <laughs> it's crazy. And spit upon the name Oliver Cromwell. So it's so dope. Crazy. Like, how could you fit that into a melody? It's crazy. that's insane. It's that's crazy. one of those things that only he can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only man he's afraid of is Robert Smith from The Cure. <laughs> My next pick, <laughs> band called Weezer. Oh, 
little song called fucking hash pipe, brother. Let me tell you a story I think I've told on the show before. Okay. The first vinyl record I ever owned was a hash pipe seven inch single. I'll tell you what I did. I put it on the wrong RPM because I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. And what I heard was it goes shun dun gun dun 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 gun a And I was like, I found the music that I like. Weezer in hash pipe at 33 RPM defined what I look for in music. The first domino, dude. The first one was hash pipe. <laughs> At the same time as Grimlock Thirst for Immortality, I had hash pipe 33 RPM. It's the heaviest thing I've ever heard to this day. When I first heard it, I was like, how can anyone palm mute that fast? Because it was very... When didn't I was your like, dad say no one can play that fast? That was uh, one with the underdogs or uh, Spit My Rage. That was Spit My Rage. <laughs> I was just trying to learn how to do triplets, and my dad walked through his his office where all the equipment was, and he was like, "Ah, they only had to play it once in the studio, like impossible, you know." Yeah. But um, I literally because what's the BPM? It's like 120. It's like the most easy, the the easiest tempo to pump me, and I was like, I was like 10 or whatever, and I was like, I can't believe this. I'll never be able to do this. I can't, and I barely. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much the hardest song ever, and. I don't agree with what he's saying. Is it about? Is obviously I know what a hash pipe is, but is that what the song is about? I mean, probably. probably. Like you, he's like, yeah, you guys are all stressed out, and you know, you got your problems. Dude, I don't give a shit. I got my hash pipe. An honorable mention. Pinkerton has a few like kind of heavy songs. It's like a heavy yeah. record, but Tired of Sex has like a real like a like a down time. riff. It's yeah. A, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Good pick. This next one you're going to have no reference for, but okay. it's possibly the softest band ever. It saves the day. On the record, Stay What You Are, they have a song called As Your Ghost Takes Flight. I have a Saves the Day song on my post. Oh, beautiful. beautiful. I, I, mm-hmm. didn't, I always forget where you stand with them yeah. in particular, but it's the song is all about crucifying someone against a wall, collecting their blood in bottles and then drinking it in front of the neighbors just to show them what a scumbag they are. And it's yeah. just a, a graphic fun way to describe a murder. <laughs> and I just like, he's got a lot of creepy, weird lyrics, obviously. And, and there might even be harder musical songs. But when I think of like, it, it's like a death metal song played to the least death metal music. It's like the lyrics of an autopsy song put to the least autopsy. I music. think that is what drew me to them. As a young man. Interesting. Is like the the genuinely like hateful yeah. lyrics. Like the like I'll dig out your eyes with a spoon and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, I'm in. So <laughs> well, high school me, this is all he wanted. He wanted hatred and malice. Same. The song the saves the day song I picked. Ah. It's banned from the back porch, the last Dude. song <laughs> on Drew Dude, that's a straight up Five Deadly Venoms riff, you know? It, that's an awesome riff. That's a, a straight up badass riff. If you listen to it closely in the context of the rest of the record, it's mastered and mixed differently. It's, it's a different, completely different. Different session. His voice is, he aged a little bit. Yeah. Dude, great pick. It's also love, in drop. That, that song's song. in drop D as well. 
That sounds like Drop D. I like actual kind of thoroughly hard song where the first time I heard it, I was confused. I, I thought he, it was a cover or something. Right. Because even the, the verse is like all down. Pretty good. Hard song. They got tracks, dude. They do. Hard song. I'll do my third eye blind since we, we did some repeats. There you go. This is going to be real on the nose. How's it going to be lyrically? This is pure lyrics. The musically, it's like as soft as it gets. But when he says like, when you don't know me, when I'm not around, because I don't care. How's it going to be? <laughs> That's fucking hard, dude. The whole song is like, how are you going to handle this? Because I really don't give a shit. Mm. It's like, whew. It's cold. It's uh, it's a song that like at times in my life has been difficult to listen to. Sure. <laughs> so it it like it, it does. It, it makes it when I hear that line, it's it's one of the ones that makes me go shit. Right. He, he was pissed. He loved drugs and he hated this chick. Whoever it is. <laughs> yeah. Huge banger. Perfect record. That record's unbelievable. It's one unbelievable. of the greats. Okay, so speaking of uh spin kicking for bands mm, mm-hmm. not meant to be spin kicked to. Spin cucked. Coheed and Cambria. <sighs> from a record called No World for Tomorrow. The song is called No World for Tomorrow. I wouldn't call Coheed a soft band. I was just going like, to say, yeah. Like, right. overall, they've got, they're very, like, riff-oriented. But so, track by track for track in the discography, the soft outweighs the hard 100%. Okay. Because okay. most of it is, like, first two albums are, like, half emo, half prog rock right. with a little bit of metal. And now the metal's kind of fully gone. This point was where they were, like, it, I can tell... In the studio, they were like, should we just put a straight-up breakdown right here? Really? And that's what they do. It feels like Just that. a straight-up, like, jin, 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 gun, jin, 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 with the intention of Mosh. We're going to make a playlist out of all these songs. And oh, 100%. I'm, 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 I bet you I've heard it before, because Ty, who is surely listening to this and who is celebrating the song you just chose, has probably showed me it before. They um, have, overall, I'm, harder songs. Yeah, okay. But, but I picked is... the most obvious, like, okay, that's a breakdown. They put gotcha. a breakdown in the song. Got you. Listen, I, I'll admit this on our biggest platform together. Yeah. Primus was on in your car the other day. I didn't hate it. Yeah. I've come around to Tool recently. I've been been going through a Tool Dude, awakening. Tool has Tool. <laughs> simply billions of tracks. Tool it's crazy. unbelievable. They're unbelievable, <laughs> dude. It's crazy. When you and I were driving from Vegas, did, did, did we not talk about Tool or something? Something came up and I was like, man, Tool is all about this drive right now. <laughs> like, yeah. The drive from those valleys to your valley is like, this is Tool country. They saw this and they were like, I got an idea. <laughs> I got a career. They were like, look at that schism over there. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) They're incredible. Holy shit. That was funny. All right. My next one. It's it's my, my favorite girl song by Bjork. Bjorky. Bjorky called army of me. There's a video of her playing it with a metal band playing the music. And it's like, Mm. and it's all about like, the song is all about like, stop being a fucking baby and take care of yourself. And if you, if you keep complaining, you're going to meet an army of me. That's the whole point. It's like, I'm going to beat your ass. Which she did. (laughs) Which she did to that reporter. Um, It's true. 
it's just a cool song. If you, it's it's also mastered really crazy, where it kind of blows out your speakers. It's like purposefully heavy, brick walled in a in a wild very, way. Very much so. And like, I love then the next song is like love quiet. That. The next song mm. is very chill. So it's it's very intentional, and it like her vocals really like front and center, like like way louder than the other tracks. It's just like a really well put together song. It's on the record post. It's the first track, and it's fucking awesome. That's and and it clicked about. one time. Funny anecdote: we we toured with um, Straight from the Path, and when Dan, who drummed at the time, mm-hmm. would sound check their sample pad, it was that song, just instrumentally, and he would play it, and then you would drum along to it, and it was like, for some reason, it took that to make me go, "Oh, this song is like heavy." This song <laughs> kind of fucking goes. Interesting. Uh, that was it. Fun. I, I'm excited to listen. My next pick. I really uh, think I think you would like Bjork. I really, do. I think I would. <clears throat> uh, band called Torch. Yeah. Also, not wouldn't overall call them a soft band. Yes, very but I similar think the, to, to Coheed. The thing it. they're known for is the kind of more like kind of more melodic, tasty lick type riffs. Kind of, kind of Macedon. Kind of Macedon, but like little a little on the more melodic side just of like it, it sounds jovial almost you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's a jubilation that occurs mm-hmm. during a torch song whereas this one tar pit carnivore from the album in return i think is the heaviest a guitar has ever been tuned I believe Torch used what they call the Z note. Yes. Right? So That's for those- this one. So for those of you listening, there's a, a tuning that people call the neurosis tuning, which I think is open A. If I'm, I could be wrong. It's the Mastodon song High Road. If you want to listen to that, that's the neurosis tuning. Uh, every time I die, I use it on low tunes as well. And uh, neurosis obviously used it. This is lower than that, where they... The lowest string, they don't even tune to a note. No. It's 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 floppy, and then the, it's, the it's remaining five are in standard, or whatever they're tuning. So it goes, <laughs> indistinguishable note that is yeah. so low that you just hear the heaviest palm mute you've ever heard. Really good pick. That's a it's really, unbelievable. I really like that pick, because that's such a unique thing. And when they do it, there's another song where it goes down, 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 go, down, 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 down. When they do it, it fucking actually shocks you. Something Brown Recluse. That's the name of that song. Isn't it March of the Brown Recluse? It might be something like that. I just remember that. But dude, great pick. They got tracks, man. Yeah, they got tracks for sure. Lord, do they got tracks. (laughs) All right. This one's a little, this one's a little funny. Johnny Cash, who's got. Who's, he's got some tracks. It's a hard motherfucker. Whether it's about God or gunning down your lady. Guns, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I picked the most accessible one because of how pissed he is in the live versions of it. It's just Boy Named Sue. How do you do? How you gonna die? The story, obviously, is, is actually quite pleasant. It's like a nice fable. But the yeah. fact that he's like, I'm the son of a bitch that you named Sue is like... He's been going around his whole life trying to find his dad just to kill him. It's like Star yeah. Wars or something. It's fucking awesome. 
Yeah. And the, there's like the, the main live recording. I don't think it's San Quentin and something else, but it's just like such a great, like the energy's awesome. And dude, I don't know if you ever noticed he would, he would do a thing where he would just kind of start singing in the, in the middle of a measure. And then his band would like find the one. Yeah. I'm going down on town. I'm going down on the train, and I'm going down to the store, and I'm and then they go. It's crazy. Yeah, it's awesome. That's obviously just some of the best music period ever. Yeah, Johnny Cash is is a goat for sure. Yeah, my next pick is a band called Faith No More. Who? Fuck! I didn't even think of them. You know, obviously, I'm pulling some technicalities here, but this song in particular. Yeah. Is such a shocking departure from the rest of this record. Can I guess? Yeah. Did we just talk about it? Is it smaller and smaller? No. Crush you. Okay. Smaller and smaller. No. So the song is called Jizz Lobber. <laughs> from the album Angel Dust. And it's an <laughs> actual, just like insane metal song. How does it go? I know every song. I don't. I don't know the name. Crazy song, and then it has that big hard ending, where they're all talking and like I th- somebody says, is it the, the guitar player? I'm really excited for, for Slayer's new record. But so it's cool that there's like this parallel, like they're like, what's Slayer doing? Well, dude, Jim, I mean, there's the other thing of Mike Patton being like, if you don't like Slayer, I don't trust you. Where he's eating but the all- sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But Jim Martin only wa- ever wanted to be Slayer. Yeah. And that's why he quit the band. Right. Well, mm-hmm. Yeah, and, 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 and maybe a homophobic guy, but, but homophobic pumpkin farmer. In that same fucking documentary, Patton is like, yeah, we don't even really use guitars anymore. We don't need them. And that was his problem. And it's know? such an interesting like way to think about their band. It is, and it sucks. Yes. And it like that's the, the other record the rest of the discography is not as good because right. he's not part of it. You know, I, I love I, King for a Day. I like album of the year. They are so much worse because he's not there. I, I think but that's fair. Yeah. If he's a, you know, if your keyboard player is like a gay icon and yeah. your guitar player is a homophobe, you're going to have to do something about it. So what can and you're you playing? Be aggressive. <laughs> yeah. It's talking about swallowing loads. The song is so good. And then lobbing them. Yeah. Okay. This one, it's Iggy and the Stooges. So like, they're considered like one of the godfathers of blah, 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 blah. But you wouldn't consider them like breakdown. Heavy, no, I wouldn't you know say I mean? that's hard music by any means. Right. I don't think all punk music is hard music. Correct. Whereas like I didn't put a single rap song on here because rap music is inherently hard. Wow. I love that. Well said. <laughs> that was really good. Nothing um, soft about it. Yeah. So like the Ramones are not a hard band. Mm-hmm. You know, but they're definitely that kind of punk band. Yeah. Search and Destroy by the Stooges. A great fucking like full on rock song. And then there's other Iggy songs like Be Your Dog is like kind of heavy. It just just in itself, like the riff is kind of heavy. I had no idea what he's talking about. Um, <laughs> but guy wants to be a dog. or something. Yeah, something. But um, with Search and Destroy, it's it's like so 
there's all kind of metaphors about Vietnam and all this stuff. And it's very like of the time and it's just a, a cool song. And it's like kind of the start of what American heavy would be. And so yeah. I think that that's like a, a cool aspect. Yeah, that's good. Good pick. My <laughs> next pick. Um, somebody recently asked me what, what, what are top five songs you listen to to get fired up? Uh. And before I had a single answer by a hardcore metal punk rock band, I said the Hans Zimmer live in Prague version of the Gladiator medley. <laughs> Brother. I listened to it with you. It's amazing. It's unbelievable. It's amazing. It, it, the, the way that it builds and crescendos and falls out and then like and finally culminates in within those 12 minutes and 41 seconds is truly a, an epic journey within itself. I could see exactly what you're saying. And yeah, let's see. Is that that's a hard part by a, like the softest shit that exists? So. Yeah. But here's the thing. And I'll talk about this more in a second. Classical music. Mm. is the og hard shit it was the metal of its day 100 percent. like like what dudes like fucking beethoven and vivaldi they were busting out like illegal notes sometimes right and people would be like oh my god this is so cacophonous and and dangerous <laughs> sounding don't you can't play those notes i've always wondered would you go and see beethoven like, could, could the aristocrats go and see him conduct? I think, I think it would be more a thing like Beethoven's coming this evening to play for us, you know? Wow. I just want to know if, if anybody ever sat there and watched him go, and like, it's a good I mean, yeah, he would need a full orchestra for any of that. Double all the horns and shit. Like he did crazy shit. I feel like all that happened after he died. Aha. Like he's just playing them on piano and then. People like you seen that video of Anthony Hopkins hearing his sonata that he wrote for the first time. No, he wrote a piece of music when he was young that he never recorded or got to hear. And then like five or 10 years ago, an orchestra played it for him. <laughs> Just like mapped it out. Yeah. Conducted it with a full orchestra and he heard it for the first time. And he's just like in awe the whole time. Whoa. I don't know if Beethoven got that, but also I wasn't there, so I don't know. He couldn't hear it by the end anyway. <laughs> no, exactly. Okay. Post-death acoustic <laughs> sessions. My next one is the softest song. Ah, uh, fuck. I feel like you're going you're gonna to veto this one, but Can I think I it's you? hard. Yeah, you might get me, and, and I don't care because it's it's all relative, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, <laughs> it's a Cindy Lauper song. <laughs> it's called Time After Time. I think... There's nothing hard about this, you dude, sick un, fuck. Untrue. Untrue. <laughs> I think telling someone no matter what, if you're lost, you're going to find it. I you're think a scumbag. That, See, <laughs> this is probably one of the like when we first decided to do this. this is probably one of my first entries. I was like, "Oh, that's great!" That's like, great dude, great time after time is fucking hard. Fucking goes, dude. 
it's all lyrical, obviously. Musically, it's like as soft as it gets. Yeah, the um, Pauline Dynamite soundtrack could, might as well have been the Saw 6 soundtrack. You know? It's the same thing. You're out of your fucking mind for that one. My next pick. Softest one. Yep. Uh, my next pick. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is no more sane, realistically. Okay. Little band called, and hear me out, My Chemical Romance. Yeah, I'll see. From the album The Black Parade, this is the song that made me go, I think they might be sick. I think they might rock. And, I, and I've never changed that opinion since. I think they're sick and that they rock. This song sounds like <laughs> it starts kind of circusy. Oh. But not, but in like a ghost second album type way, you know, it's very, no, it's very like, you know, okay. Okay. Waltzy. Gotcha. Very waltzy. And then like a, a straight up aggressive, very catchy chorus into another actual purposeful mosh part in the, in the middle. Okay. It's definitely like this band toured with American nightmare. They know what they're yep. doing. Yep. This is a breakdown. A very hard one. And it's rocking, dude. Listen. I I like a lot of hokey music. A lot of the a lot of the hardcore I like has like speeches about fucking Krishna and straight edge and whatever. Yeah. Okay. That's all I, I'm not into that. And it it might make me in the right context go, I don't think I'm really like that band. So I'm just being fair. Totally. There is a video I saw not too long ago of them playing at the fireside before they were big, obviously. Where off, off mic, Gerard is like talking to the band. He's like, all right, boys, everybody plays. Nobody gets hurt. We're going to level this fucking town. And like he's talking to everyone in the band. But before like one, two, three, four, I really can't get behind it. Like, I think that one video just like tarnished it for me. I've got that for tons of bands. Yes. Okay. I've got a thing where I hear it and I go, I don't think this I don't think this will ever be for me. But how old was he at this time? Old enough. Old enough. But probably like twenty two, right? Yeah, I don't think you think would have done that. Think about you at twenty two. I don't think I would have done that at twenty two. And I don't, I don't think, think you would have done either. that, but he wasn't But I also I can't have been listen, a I don't know this man. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. And how what can I say? He they're they killed it. Eventually. So they we're did really, good. what am I they saying? Did all you know right. what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, it's just not, I missed the whole thing. So it's just, I don't think that's a band I'll ever. I did too. That's the thing. Yeah. When did this, oh, I right. completely missed it. It was right. like, I think everything was out by the time I heard this. This was definitely a thing where in high school I was like, it's fucking sucks. Band yeah, sucks. Yeah, yeah. Anything likes them. Anybody likes them fucking sucks. And then you grow up and you realize that most things rock. I'm going to listen to it. I look forward to it. Maybe I'll it's take a great one. It's a bang. Um, next one is by a gal named Pat Benatar. It's called Love is a Battlefield. No one can tell us where it's a hard song. I get it. The whole time. And like, we are like the way she sings it, the performance of it is like awesome. She kills it. Yeah. She hits the notes and it's all about like, yeah. Love fucking sucks. I can hear every single one of them lyrics in the youth of today voice. <laughs> you know, we are strong. Heartache to heartache, we stand. <laughs> it kind of works. Stand. <laughs> <laughs> Love is a 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obviously, this this is a very it's as subjective. Soft as it gets. <laughs> yeah, it's as soft as it gets. This is yeah. pure. Actually, this isn't as purely lyrical as like Cindy Lauper, but no. it's de- there. Like, because the music kind of, if that music was like kind of re-recorded and like kind of done differently, I think it could be. It could be heavier, you know. <laughs> yeah, anything um, could be heavier. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the most '80s pop song of all yeah. '80s pop song. Fuck, yeah. Fuck yeah. It's a good song. It's a great song. I swam behind her house one time in uh, La Jolla. Interesting. Tidbit. I would say for women experiencing heartache, this is probably the hardest song of all time. So it's, it's I'm not going to tell you you're crazy. But I know. <laughs> I don't. I, I mean, this song's incredible. It's one yes. of the greats. Song's unbelievable. My next pick. Uh, I heard this song in an episode of a show called Moral Oral when I was very young. Mm. I was asleep when it hit. And it sounded so insane that I woke up out of a deep sleep and had to Google it immediately. Oh, it's a it's a straight up like regular ass folk song with the most hateful lyrics. The song is by a band called the Mountain Goats. Okay. The song is called No Children. I hope you die. I hope we both die. Unfamiliar. Unless hum, hum it for me. The chorus starts with him saying, uh, I hope you die. I hope we both die. It's it's all about like how shitty his relationship is with his wife, it sounds like. Okay. Um, And basically how like it's never going to work. Quit trying to make it work. I hope all our friends trying to make it work kill themselves. I hope everything goes to shit. I hope you die. I hope we both die. It's gnarly, dude. It's incredible. Holy shit. It's so hateful. <laughs> and it was on, <laughs> it's so hateful. It was on uh It was like but it was like it an was adult like in, swim cartoon. Okay, okay, okay. And it was the credits, the end credits for one episode of, of Moral Oral, and I couldn't fucking believe what I was hearing. Yeah, that it, that's we're saying the same shit, just different lenses. hundred percent. Okay, all right, good. Good. Cause that's pure lyrical, right? Like it, you said yeah. it's folky, so okay. It's it's like one guitar and piano. That's okay. it. And him going, I hope you die. I hope we both die. Gnarly. Whoa. Fucking kicks ass. <sighs> this one is a bit of a stretch in that I think they might be too heavy. Oh. So, but but they, they you, Alice in Chains occupies. 100%. Right? They're, they're in the middle. Here's where, the thing, dude. You ask a strange, okay. a, a person on the street, you like Alice in Chains, they go, dude, Rooster kicks ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They go down in a hole. That's a banger, man. Yeah. Okay, good. They don't know the song's worth saying. Right. My my pick for a hard song by a quote unquote soft, you know, soft band in this case is Rooster. Because (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is Rooster. Just because like I down in the hole. It's funny you picked the two. Down in the hole was like kind of the other pick because it's so fucking. Those are your picks. No, not. not I don't. They're not my favorite. They have songs. hard songs. They're not my favorite songs or anything. But I think the concept of like you're not going to kill my fucking dad is okay. like very hard. Sure. 
Like the whole story for anyone who doesn't know is people in in Vietnam got nicknames. His nickname was Rooster. His dad's nickname was Rooster, and it's a it's a song written from the point of view of his dad in Vietnam, and like his buddies are dying and getting spit on when he goes home and all this stuff, and it's just like he ain't gonna die. Like you come to kill him, <laughs> but it's, it's not gonna happen. I think that's hard as shit. You're you're not wrong. They, yeah, they could have harder songs. I'm not saying that. I I'll just, just tell you, I'll get my pick out of the way. Okay. A little song called, from the self-titled called okay. Sludge Factory. This time, things go well, yeah. Oh, the song's amazing. But that's that's like, a hard fucking song. It's a hard song. The verse yeah. of the song is Jun Jun Jun. You insult me in Even the fu- it's so heavy and hard that even the unplugged version is hard. It is. It really They're is. Going, krum, 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 on five acoustic guitars, and yeah. it sounds fucking massive. And people lose their minds. You can hear when that the one crowd, hits. Like, it, the, yeah. uh, the, ah! <laughs> the crowd was roaring like a lion. <laughs> <laughs> I drove by rock, rock and roll McDonald's last night. How'd um, that feel? Sad because it's not rock and roll yeah. anymore. The airport McDonald's. Um, Man in the box f- might be. The heaviest song, like the he- what's the heaviest, most popular song is like Enter Sandman, you know, like that, that, that kind of thing. I uh, do. I mean, Slipknot putting blast yeah. beats on the radio was pretty unbelievable. Pretty crazy. I mean, even Psychosocial is like a crazy Hard heavy song. song. Hard yeah. fucking song. Man in the Box at the time may have had the crown. I'll tell you what, though, damn, damn that river was also on the radio, and that's a harder song. What it is a harder song that was on the radio. Oh, yeah. Tonks used to cover that all the time. Really? Oh, yeah. Fuck. That was the a good palm one. mute. Dun, dun, Popped dun, off dun. every time. Dun, 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 dun. What a. F- I just got chills. That's a banger. That's a banger. Uh, you know, we're about halfway through our list, so it feels like a good time to tell you that this episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Thank you so much, Manscaped, for keeping us not smelling like feet and balls and butt. I said last week that I got a mystery package, and it was a foot duster and an extra cologne, which they just they just sent my way. Wow. They just want, maybe they heard some things. They Must be nice to be in the liaison. They heard this guy's <laughs> feet. It's fucking stank. If this guy got foot in Australia in 2014 <laughs> for my exist. We got to help he him needs out. this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's on, it's every minute of every day, there's a Manscaped product on me, you know? Yeah, that is actually true. In some way or another. The, the, the body wash, I can't stress this enough, is like the ultimate daily yeah yeah cleanser feels great crop cleanse my skin every single day i have dry ass elbows and my elbows have been better through this winter because i use it every day insane i know but it's sane through manscaped Mm -hmm. (laughs) so thank you manscaped so much for having our backs always almost two years now being a weekly sponsor of the show yeah if you use code hardlore you can go buck wild on that site. If you got a gift card from your partner for Valentine's Day mm-hmm. last week, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, you'll, you'll clean up on there and you'll clean up in real life. With code HARDLORE, you get 20% off and free shipping. So don't mess this up. Get it done. You keep doing these, these one-liners <laughs> off the top of your head and they blow my mind. 
<laughs> you'll clean up on there and you'll clean up in real life. That was unbelievable. That's right. I'm zing. I'm ready to zing at all times. Call me Steve Zing. <laughs> uh, something else. <laughs> Something else we wanted to do uh, is give away two tickets to Tide Downfest, which was just announced. You ever we, heard of it? Uh, on the same day, Sound and Fury and Tide Down announced their lineups for this year. They're incredible. Sound and Fury has more to come. Mm-hmm. We'll be doing a live hard lore there. So I'm sure we'll probably give away some tickets for that later. Mm-hmm. But right now, we're going to give away two weekend passes for Tide Down. How are we going to do that, Colin? Comment down below in the Love YouTube. It. In this very video. Go to the YouTube. Comment down below. Hard song. <laughs> by, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> by a soft band. Yes. And we'll pick you. We'll pick our favorite one that we yeah. missed. We'll be like, damn, that was a good pick. Yeah. Keep in mind, we're, we're only halfway through our list. So don't do it right now. Don't do it get now. Get to the end. Get to the end. Do it at the end. Make Even sure. though there will be chapter markers in this to say all the song titles. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Smart. But. Yeah, let us know. You'll get two passes to tie down to Detroit in June. You want to see Have Heart? You want to see Drain? You yeah. want to see Twitching Tongues? God's Hate? Yeah, you really Hello? do. Hello? So do that right today? now. You want to see me acting a fool to youth today? Because <laughs> I've never gotten to see them in a real venue before. Back to the episode. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do one then to kind of bring it up to, up to today um, and, and give some flowers to a current band friends of ours who are not a hard band, but it's a very hard song and it's by citizen. Oh, off, off of youth called the night I drove alone. The night I drove alone. All about fucking wanting to crash your car. And we've all been there. We've all been there. And it's, it is truly a very relatable thing. It was obviously people loved it when it came out, still love it. Cause it was like the track. Yeah. Um, that record, I, I'm a big fan of that record. I think that song is like a standout part of that song. And it's just fucking about one of the most relatable things that I think every human goes through. If you ain't never felt that we got nothing in common. That's the damn truth. <laughs> and also the singer is a hard ass guy. Yeah. And that helps. Straight up. Straight up. <laughs> My next pick by a composer named Dvorak. <laughs> I, 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 I had to really think about my classic, my big classical pick, you know, because there's so many things. Mm-hmm. Swan Lake was a was a was an honorable mention. Because hard fucking rip. Yeah. But I picked Symphony Number no. Nine. In E minor. Which is Yeah, yeah. Very uh Elder Scrolls. Very like It's it is imposing. It's mm-hmm. ominous. It's a sign of something terrible coming your way. Mm. It sounds like like a battle is occurring. And that's what a lot of classical music was. Think about like Wagner, dude. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I have a big ass uh, vinyl collection of Wagner stuff, and and that's some, that's like all scary music. Yeah, truly. By what, like what seems like kind of a bad guy. <laughs> he, oh, I I don't think he was a bad guy, but he got heavily used by really the worst yeah. people. It was it was, um, it was in, his whole discog was appropriated by the yeah. 
Sicilian Reich, right? Yeah, I believe so. Um, question: if, if Hitler made this playlist, don't say that. <laughs> it would be all Wagner. Jesus Christ! So I didn't put Wagner for that reason. <laughs> you know? S- speaking, uh, not never mind. Uh, hey. The song in Fantasia when the devil comes out. What is that just Fantasia or is that something? Fantasia is all famous classical pieces. Yeah. Do you you have any idea who does the the devil song? Because that's a heavy. That could be like Tchaikovsky or something. When when he just. It's hard, dude. Fucking. It's hard, and and you're, you're classical very music right. is fucking hard. Yeah, you're very right in that it is like, what else was there at the time? I don't know that much about music, like folk shit, I guess, right? Like, yeah, I mean, I think it was like fucking campfire ballads, yeah. and shit, you know? Yeah, like yeah. bards were playing. Yeah, there once was a sea. Yes, yeah, that yeah. was big to me. I love that one. I love. I fucking love that one. But where well, classical was like imposing and powerful and big, it's really cool. Look, there's a reason that Metallica did two orchestral. That records. was literally a, a factor in my pick. Yeah, was just like that's all they. Those songs are just all the big instrumentals and the big pits, or they're just doing classical. Master of Puppets has so much classical shit on the whole thing. It's actually really crazy and cool yeah. and fun. The best band ever. Um, this one is for my mom and for Bruce LePage if he's listening. Okay. It's by the Who who okay. are definitely not like the softest band ever. Cause it, similar to the Stooges, like they no, have, but like nobody's a, calling the who a hard band. Perfect. Know? Well, perfectly said the song is uh, behind blue eyes. When my fist clenches, crack it open. Cause there's a part where it's like, yo, when I lose my mind and like clench my fist and I'm about to fuck somebody up, I need you to chill me out. Cause you don't know what it feels like to be the bad guy all the time. And I, everybody's mm-hmm. blaming me and, and musically when it like opens up and it's, it's like a cool, cool riff. And then there's this awesome harmony that you can barely hear on the record, but Townsend does it live where he sings with Roger. And it's like this cool minor chord. And it's just like a very, very cool part. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, that's, that's a hard part within a soft song by a kind of soft band. That's also kind of a hard band. I'm excited to check it out in the official hard songs by soft songs playlists, which can be heard in the description below. (laughs) My next pick little band from Ireland, from the album to the faithful to the The song is called Hollywood. And the reason I picked Hollywood is that it has one of the most gratuitous recorded uses of the China symbol ever done. Oh, shit. By any band ever. More more so than uh, fucking Just Like Heaven? <laughs> more so than... Because that one's just... But then it's also... But this one, in every chorus, it ends with a whole bar of... It goes, run away, run away, run away. Oh, oh, nice. And all those hits are China. And I remember, the first time I heard that as a little kid, I was thinking like, yo, that's the same symbol from Satisfaction, you know? Like, Cranberries are using the same drums as Hatebreed. That's crazy. I didn't know what was allowed. That's really cool. That's a cool little kid kind of. Yeah, as an idiot, this is hard. <laughs> this is hard music. 
And to that, my opinion has not changed. As an idiot, I still feel the same. <laughs> um, I did a, a Cranberry song because I think they are kind of, I think if you ask mo- most people like our peers, who is a soft band that has heavy songs? I think Cranberries would be a pretty common answer, actually. I just think they're up there with like the Smiths and Depeche Mode as just like a band we all fucking like. And the song Salvation. 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 But it's like a like a like a it's like a fast song. Yeah. And it's like it's like very to all the kids with heroin eyes. Don't do it. Don't it, do it, and it's not that what it means. Kind of, bang, kind, dude. Kind of an edge song. It's it's an anti drug song. Like it it is quite literally like, hey, don't do that. You're gonna die. Kind of I mean, and during during this this fentanyl crisis that we're currently in, mm. what's what's more actively prudent? Wow, salvation, baby, dude. banger, I, amazing. Could, Your best pick yet, Bo. <laughs> Fuck off, dude. <laughs> That's a banger, dude. <laughs> uh, Fantastic work. Mm. My next pick. Oh, my God. This might be the hardest song on here. Damn, dude. Imagine mm-hmm. the love of your life. You got, the, you got the impression that she's got it for somebody else. Okay. But you know deep down in your heart. Mm-hmm. I'll start crying. Okay. You're the only one. Melissa Etheridge felt the same way, Bo. And I'm the only one who wants to buy it for you. It's all the fear that made you wrong. The demons that you're hiding from. This is the hardest song of all time. She's, that's top. She's screaming. It is That's, the highest note anyone's yeah. ever hit. <laughs> ah, it's uh, it's yeah. it, when I do the fake ah, sound. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not even hitting her register. It's, I'm the only one. Dude, this I, is the greatest song of all time. I used to come home for dinner from like playing outside or skateboarding or whatever. And my mom would be cleaning the house, blasting just this weeping record, into, this whole into record. the dishes. Come to my window. Oh my god. I mean that's the other That's the mega other main one. But but the one you chose is Yeah, it's me, bitch. Like I'm, I'm the, the only, only one. Fucking one. Yeah. And and I like that um You know, this is a fucking like gay anthem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 100%. It feels so universal and and powerful. Was she the only, or was she the only one? Was she? Yeah, she was. <laughs> was she? Was she gay? Is she gay? I don't know yeah. if she's alive or not. She is gay. Okay. Oh yeah. What, truly didn't know. I just didn't know if like how you know how like Gaga is like a champion. You know but, what I mean? So I didn't know if Melissa Etheridge was the same or not. I truly yeah. didn't know. Hardest song ever. Hard fucking song. Hard, Hard fucking song. <laughs> what do I got here, dude? This is a an unequivocal heavy song. And as you know, one of my favorite songs, obvious pick by Credence, Clearwater Revival. It's an obvious pick, kind of a cliche, but Fortunate Son is a fucking heavy, hard song. And the fact that 
the people that it's about have appropriated it as yeah. as their own is yeah, yeah. is you're the dumbest person alive you're to hear this and not see that they're talking about you they're talking about you bro it ain't me motherfucker i ain't you and then they go i it must be about me it must be me he's talking about. <laughs> dude but just everything from like the man where the flag ooh the red white and blue Dude, Dude it's there. It is psychotic note choices. Yeah, <laughs> but there's there was no other way. You yeah, know, John John had to do it. It's oh. crazy, dude. This is one of the greatest songs ever written. Ever, truly ever written. Ever written. one of the best rock songs ever written. One of the best American pieces of music ever written. And it's like two minutes. <laughs> it, it's fucking awesome. It's crazy, dude. It gets it gets me going. I don't um, understand, like. Think about sitting down with a guitar. You would never think to just go bow now, mm-hmm. bow now, mm-hmm. and have a drummer go under that as well. There's this was like a once in a lifetime lightning in a bottle. Can't happen without a bunch of guys in a room just rocking yeah. type song. I fully acknowledge that it's like the cliche. Everyone knows that song by them, but there's kind of a reason, and that's yeah, that's dude, why. it's a fucking yeah. banger. Amazing. Great pick. That's hard. My next pick, band called Collective Soul. Album called Dosage. The song is called Heavy. Oh. This is I've put this on with you a couple times, I think. And you've been like, I've never heard this. And then you hear it and you go, Yeah, this rocks. This is the the chorus is and all you wait. It falls on me. It brings me down. But the song starts with a riff that straight up sounds like, like Kirk wrote it. It goes, <laughs> and under different context, that's down. That's down. Yeah, yeah, that down's totally. next big single. <laughs> In this context, it's this like they're just straight up '90s alt rock. And this is the this is this is god tier '90s alt rock in a way where I'm fired up the whole fucking time. Mm. This is a perfect track. I don't know if I'm familiar with that song. Fucking banger, banger and a half, dude. I'm excited. I I look forward to to learning. Let's see. Oh, you're you're gonna like this one, dude. From the record Jagged Little Pill. <laughs> Alanis Morissette. Yeah, dude. Fucking you gotta know. Dude, are you on this whole me? record? <laughs> you gotta know. You gotta know. You gotta know. You wanna know. The whole record's amazing. I think if I'm not mistaken, the studio drummer for this record. Was is somebody Cora Jason? I, I forget where I heard that, and I tried to even look it up, and I couldn't figure it out. But there's something cool about who drummed on it. The whole fucking I need you to now. It's basically dude. it's like the hateful version of I'm the only one. It, dude. Yeah. Ironically, probably the CD that my mom would put on after <laughs> Melissa Etheridge was Atlantis, and then was like Nine Inch Nails. That was the rotation. Dude, I mean, this shaped. Of this rightfully shaped a decade of women into being like, no, I'm not going to fucking take your shit anymore. God yeah. damn it. Did you forget about me? Oh, Mr. my God. Duplicity. 
and like that, you just saying that just now that was life of agony or something you know yeah to- Did dude, you totally forget about me <laughs> in other like, contexts this is the hardest shit ever yeah singing about what they're doing in the theater thinking about thinking of me while you make sweet passionate love and yeah. it being about you fucked her uncle joey <laughs> it's all about fucking uncle joey god what a reveal that was all that time later really crazy but unbelievable that song there that's that's another record that's like pretty untouchable yeah that's one of the greats ever that's master killer <laughs> period wow. well said all right i'm gonna need you to sit tight for this next pick of mine all right strap in so I'm going to do a demonstration of sorts Okay. to why this song is hard. Okay. Song is by Stephanie Joanne Germanata. You may know her better as Lady Gaga. <laughs> this song is called Guy, G-U-Y. Oh. It's on Art, Art Pop. Pop. Dude, think about that. The riff under the entire song for a second. Yeah, yeah. In the verse, it's and then after the chorus, she hits it where it's just full on. So I'm going to demonstrate to you right now how hard this fucking riff is. riff is kind of bjorky it's very army of me i the reason i liked it when i first heard our pop was because it reminded me of bjork interesting that that song specifically how does the chorus go on that song i know it's guy under you uh or girl g under you. u y the girl under mm-hmm. you g u y i lie down face of g u y the girl under you Nine said there's like German in there. Yeah, I know yeah, you yeah. love that. <laughs> <laughs> that record is what made me like an actual Lady Gaga. Fan. It's unbelievable, dude. And the people didn't get it. And I think if you don't get it, you don't deserve to get the rest. Amazing record. Great choice. Hard. And also the, the pun of GUI is just like fun. Girl under you. God, yeah, I want to be your fun. guy. Yeah. I don't care that's what just it a is. Fun, it's just, that's it's amazing. <laughs> this one is possibly the softest sounding song with some of the hardest lyrics. This song is Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls. Now. That's the greatest song. Other than I'm the only one by Melissa Etheridge, that's the greatest (laughs) song of all time. Yeah, you bleed just to know you're alive. It's quite literally the greatest song ever. And it's in open drop B, which is crazy. And it's, you know, fucking... Uh, I'm trying to think of the lyrics. I don't want the world to see me because I don't think they, that they would understand. But bleed just to know you're alive. When everything feels like the movies, yeah, you bleed just to know you're alive. Oh my God. It's dude. like, that song had no business being that, like lyrically that heavy. You already had that chorus. Yeah, the chorus is perfect. What are you, you doing taking the rest of it? <laughs> Give the, Let me have that, you know? Metal Blade <sighs> Records, baby. Dude, <laughs> Unreal, dude. Uh, I I truly think that that's possible. That's in a realistically like top fifty songs of all time. Yeah, I think Iris is is I would easily agree. in there. In when the that comes, sure. like that's a song that to this day it'll it just it comes on the radio probably every day. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
and right I'm next not to touching. Glycerine, which is God, that's another hard ass fucking song. Which but is I a didn't... four chord song, also very interesting. Uh, Banger, lo- yeah, love it, love, I, dude, Bush. <laughs> got some fucking tracks. <laughs> Te- team Gavin, you know? <laughs> <Big> time. <laughs> no, I'm team. I'm team Gwen. I'm team Gwen. I'm yeah. team Gwen. Just get it. I'm Gwen. I'm just kidding. My next pick, you know, she's she's the opposite of Lady Gaga in a lot of ways. She was formerly a Christian singer, hmm. turned a warp tour opening act, turned oh. one of the highest charting albums of all time. Tying, right? Yeah, tying with Michael Jackson bad. Her name is Katy Perry. The album is called One of the Boys. The song is called Mannequin. It's a deep cut, dude. But yeah. let me tell you, <laughs> you're going to put this on. You're going to be like, what is this? It's straight up like 5150 gain cranked. It's not, I'm not doing a Gaga comparison to show you how hard the riff is. Mm-hmm. It speaks for itself. The chorus okay. is literally a guitar being like, it sounds like she was trying to do like Paramore, but hard. Okay. Understood. It sounds like way more distorted, high gain, Paramore. Whoa, cool. it's hard, dude. Dude, Katy Perry, the the that first record with I Kissed a Girl on it, and then the the big so that's record. this one, one of the boys. Oh, okay, great. That record and then the big record are untouchable. Yeah, I don't know what happened after that. Yeah, it's but a bummer. <laughs> these two are really good. Mm-hmm. This song, when I got to it the first time, I was telling people like, "You got to hear this." Really? This is hard. Yeah. Was that like when it came out? Yeah. Wow. Which I think was what, 2008? Had to be. Yeah, that sounds right. So I was still in high school, but I was like in my last FM scrabbling era, you know, researching new hardcore bands every day. Come across this and I go, this is a hard fucking song. <laughs> and I maintain that opinion to this day. To this day. Oh, you're going to like this. Fleetwood Mac, who have a few songs that you could choose. Yeah. I mean, a lot of rumors is hateful. Silver Spring. Okay. Um, the ending of You'll Never Escape the Sound of a Woman Who Loves You is like, and the way that they perform it, and like they're being theatrical, they're playing it up, you know, but the way that they perform it specifically live where she's staring right the fuck at him. You'll never escape me. You're never going to do it. <laughs> Lindsay. <laughs> Lindsay, you'll it never fucking escape fucking, me. Dude. Yeah. She's uh, awesome. <laughs> Stevie yeah. is is fucking incredible that's another like top 20 30 recording artists in history probably stevie fleetwood mac and oh, fleetwood mac dude the fact yeah. uh, there is a, a vh1 classics album series where they do rumors and it's hard to find it's like not everything else is on youtube but that one's not it, it seems like it got like t- taken down by them or whatever um the fact that she went they only had the bass part for the chain and she was just like I'll figure something out and went and wrote it. She just went alone with her little That's crazy, her little like stringed harpsichord thing. You know, I don't, I don't know what those are. Cause called. that bass part is not in the song other than it, when it happens and is the rest of the song. Yeah. It's just like the, and, it's just and the I think bridge. The, it's truly just a bridge. Just the bridge. The guitar never even plays the bass part. Yeah. Just, which is, I mean, that's, that's a contender for best bridge ever. 
It truly is, yeah. But the fact that they were just like, okay, let's rush. I'm going to go write a song, and then we'll just play that part. Yeah, and it'll build into the the thing. And they, I think they had the melody for Chain, Keep Us Together. Running in the shadow. That's, that's crazy. Unbelievable. Interesting. Great, great song. But yeah, Silver Spring, I think, is like the softest of a soft band with a fucking heavy part. Mm. Lyrically, obviously. Yeah. Big time. Big time. My next pick, band called Oasis. Excellent. Had to have some Britpop yeah. representation in here, yeah. just because the whole the whole spirit of Britpop is. Yeah. No. no fix it. <laughs> Fucking wank. Fuck off. Uh, album is called "Be Here Now." Song is called "I Hope." I think I know. The whole song is just kind of "fuck you." Don't tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. You know. You're, you know, you're telling me what to do, you're, but you're going to miss me when I'm gone. You know, you're trying, you're trying to change me. I'm, I'm going to be me. Life is hit or miss. And this, I hope, I think I know. Oh, kind of the ethos of the whole band. Of the whole band. This is, I mean, this is my favorite record that they did, which right. to, for a long time was sacrilegious to a lot of people, but mm-hmm. enough people like me are out here fighting the good fight, not giving mm-hmm. a shit. that can tell you that pound for pound is the best one. You hope you think you know. I hope I think I know that this is the best damn record. Supergroup, kind of, in the 90s, called Temple of the Dog. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Hunger Strike is a cool fucking song. I'm going hungry. With a heavy theme about it that's like, I will steal from all the rich people because there's all this fucked up shit going on. We all got to eat. I'm going to yeah. go on a hunger strike so we can all eat. And it being kind of a folk song, like it's kind of kind of weird and like because like sonically, there's nothing like heavy about you know Bob Dylan, yeah, uh, at least early on in like the folk shit. But thematically and lyrically, yeah, I mean it's all protest music's hard as fuck, you know, it, it, exactly. And that's what this song I think is supposed to be, and like kind of what it is. And also, it's just like one of the greatest vocal performances of anyone of ever. And, and of, it's also just like painful proof that. People used to stand for something, you know? Yeah. The, the people on the radio used to stand for something. Mm. And what I like a lot, too, is there's a lot of videos of Chris Cornell where, like, Pearl Jam is playing and they, like, bring out Chris Cornell and play this song. Because they're still, like, yeah, this, this, the record's got a couple of tracks, but this is, like, obviously the hit. And yeah. this song still fucking goes. 100%. And Chris Cornell could still fucking hit it. I mean, that was my guy till the end, dude. Yeah. You're, were you a big Soundgarden guy? I I'm a big Soundgarden guy. I think I'm an even bigger Chris Cornell guy. Gotcha. Understood. But not Dude, Audio Slave, right? I think Audio Slave's got some tracks. Really? You ever hear the song from the Casino Royale soundtrack? Probably not. Oh, it's the Casino Royale song. It's they like made the Bond yeah. song. Calm yourself because no one else here will save you. It's <laughs> That's one of my favorite songs of all time. Okay. It's... It's just like a rockin' ass song that like is subtly about James Bond just being like, um, hey, they'll you know they'll kill you and I'll replace you. Whoa! And cool. that's the fucked up world we live in, you know? Right? Okay. Cool. That's kind of a meta song. It is, know, dude. It's, ama- like it's the amazing. It's Universe. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. Right. Cornell, R.I.P. King. R.I.P. Dude. Down don't, with the MGM Detroit. Yeah, we gotta go burn to it MGM. down, dude. Don't go there. Tie down's coming up. Don't go. I ain't going there. 
from my boy Chris. My second to last pick. I, you know, I would technically call them a hardcore band. Okay. Their discography kind of says otherwise to the layman, but into another. Oh yeah. On the album Ignorus, this is the song that made me a fan and made me understand. Oh, which one? What they were doing. The song is called Ungodly. How does it go? That's a crazy hard fucking riff, dude. That's where you get it. That's where you go, oh, that's, I, I see what they're doing now. And then uh, kind of everything else started to make sense for me. For me, it was the second song. I was immediately like, oh, there's like energy in this. Yeah. It's not just like pretty stuff. Like there's. there's that record has a ton of heavy parts and and lyrically thematically very heavy 100 the first song is fucking it's a hard record it's like a thoroughly hard record that you an unintelligent closed-minded person would never know a fool but hopefully that changes today yeah listen to into another that's that's one of my favorite brands ever. Second to last for me, right? Yeah. Yeah. Tears for Fears. Off of Songs from the Big Chair. <laughs> Mad World. Damn. The it's obviously it's purely lyrical. <laughs> obviously. Yeah. yeah. The fucking the, it's all about the world going to shit. And about about feeling like you can't do anything about it. Very cool. Very heavy. Very um it's kind of enjoy the silence. Or no, I'm sorry, um the sound of silence. Mm. Um the Simon and Garfunkel song. It's kind of a heavy song, but it's like the least heavy music ever. Right. Um, although disturbed cover it kind of <laughs> but um <laughs> I just, I, I get, I remember listening to it as a kid because I watched yeah. Donnie Darko and I was like, oh, who yeah. does this song? F- figuring out who the band is. And that song being like, man, this is like affecting me. And that to <laughs> me is, is heavy, especially for a kid. You know, I, sure. I didn't give a shit. Mad World. I mean, undeniable banger. Mm-hmm. And if I could... I would take every single one of them lyrics note for note and be like, yeah, I wrote these for this yeah, hardcore right. song. Yeah. So that's yeah. tough to argue. My last pick. All right. So it's a Halsey song. Whoa. Is it one of the Trent Reznor songs? So there's a song, a record called If I Can't Have Love, I Want Power, produced by Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross from Nine Inch Nails. Uh, and the whole their whole thing going into it was she she like asked different producers to work on the album. And they were one of the potential suitors. And they said, listen, we'll do it, but like you have to take a risk and do something you've never done. And when you listen to the record, you can very clearly tell they kept her vocals and deleted the music. And you can hear from the first note. First yeah. note of the album, they hit the... They do like a... The, the Trent and, and Atticus chord progression. Gotcha. And this song... Called Honey. Just straight up big drums, twang and riffs. Yeah. Very catchy uh, lyrics and stuff. 
I don't know what she's talking. She's talking about some girls like honey or something. But <laughs> the song is hard, dude. This is the song. I, like I don't know another record of hers. Couldn't tell you. Yeah, I remember you bringing this this one in particular up to me, and me being very surprised. It's amazing. The whole album like, is amazing. It seems like two things you don't really fuck with put together. Kind of, kind of, but like done in a way that somehow works. And I feel like even even when you're listening to it, you'll be like, "Why does this work?" Because it does sound like two guys who deleted music and rewrote things under vocals. But in a way that like only fucking rocks. I love. I genuinely love the entire record. Wow, it's incredible, I, and I it gotta, sounds I, like them with her singing. With her singing, and she can sing. Oh, she can absolutely. She's sing. got pipes for sure. Yeah. Okay, that's your number one. I, I didn't. I didn't do it. We didn't do it in order. Numerical right? this time around, but yeah, that okay. is that's that's the one I wanted to save for last. Perfect. That's exactly what I did. So that's yeah. perfect. My last one. Which is uh, another band that's like not exactly soft, but you wouldn't call like heavy. It's Led Zeppelin. It's a later Led Zeppelin record. It's called Cashmere. You would know it from Godzilla 2000. Mm -hmm. P. Diddy. Sure would. Sampled it. Jimmy Page is in the music video. It's fucking crazy. The song is really cool. It's in an open D tuning. It's heavy the whole fucking time. The whole song is it's like perfect bottom it's got cool timing shit it's got great effects it's like eight minutes long that riff is so undeniable that it made a bunch of hip-hop producers somewhere all make the face they all heard it they all heard it went my cries in my call let me your end (laughs) and then they took it they were like we're just taking this 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 is for whatever we have to pay it's got to be in Godzilla. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder how much they paid him to get him in the music video. He's not actually in it. It's like a green screen of him, but he's performing for the video. I, I mean, a lot. <laughs> millions of It had to have been seven figures, 100%. Uh, real music nerdy thing. I don't know if I've mentioned it before. There's a, a it's going to be loud. It's like a, a, a thing with Jack White, The Edge, and Jimmy Page where they're talking about just guitar shit. And while I don't really care about The Edge or Jack White's music that much, I appreciate what yeah, they have to say about guitar. Yeah, yeah. You too? You too's got fucking tracks, but <laughs> no <laughs> argument. Tracks. White Stripes got zeros. But yeah, I, I, I enjoy the conversation that they have. Jimmy Page is talking about it, and he's playing. He's showing them the main riff, the which is kind of a weird timing signature. Yeah, And then as... The other two are playing the main riff over and over. Jimmy starts doing the and he does it twice. And he and on the second time he goes and it matches up with what the Edge and Jack White are playing. Even though while he's doing it, it sounds super off. Then it just goes and just lines right back up. And you see a moment in Jack White's face where he kind of looks at Jimmy, and Jimmy looks at him. He goes like, yeah, yeah, it matches up. It's just fucking cool. It's just it's, like, yeah, I'm a genius. I'm a wizard. I'm, a I'm one of the wizard. great, the best guys yeah. at this. It, huge fan. Love Led Zeppelin. But that, that song, which again, like some, like, like the CCR song is maybe kind of a cliche answer, but who cares? A that's yeah. a hard fucking song. It's a hard song. That riff is, that's tra- a trap in ice riff. You and, know? and then also do the dun, 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 well, now. Come that's a God's hate riff. 
I love it. Coming soon. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, those are our lists. That was a blast. Yeah, that was a blast. And I think that's exactly what anyone should have expected. <laughs> yeah, it's silly, but this, <laughs> this shit is hard. And there's hard mm-hmm. there's hardness within everything. everywhere. And if you know where to look for it, there's a Bilbo Baggins quote here somewhere about <laughs> hard music. You know? I, I, I have a final question for you. Can you pinpoint the, the strangest kind of most eclectic random inspiration you've ever gotten for a heavy riff? It's Barry White. Yeah. hundred percent. That's right. You got one? Um, the only thing I could think of it, it's not, it's not particularly heavy, but it was used in a way that was, was I was watching like a live, uh, a live performance of war pigs. It just like came on YouTube one time and there was a part in it. Tony's just like soloing and he did a, he did a, a melody in a solo that I was like, that would be a cool riff. And it turned into a wolf note song, but it, oh, cool. it like turned into like the whole song. And it's, it's fun when like little snippets can kind of trigger. That's something. how it is supposed to work. You know? I think so too. Inspiration. Yeah. When writer's block for me comes from when I stop listening to music, I'll just, I'll avoid it. Cause I'm like, no, I don't want to like get, I don't want to get any ideas and like, you know, ruin my train of thought, but really yeah. you hear something and you go, Oh, that'd be cool to be inspired by. Mm. There's a fucking big, I don't know. <laughs> <Never mind. laughs> yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> New music coming soon. Most, most of the things I am like pulling inspiration from at this point. Yeah. Are not hardcore metal at all sick i i think that's that's really how it should be like agree you're refining your process yeah. down like you never thing. trace this back if i didn't openly yeah. say yeah you'd never that. find this hans zimmer part if i didn't tell you there was a hans zimmer part in this song <laughs> that's our episode we mm-hmm. thank you so much next week uh we're gonna be showing you our special tour of the punk rock museum wow and the goddamn, it's a blast. You'll see Bo play some Greg Ginn's legendary guitar or something, mm-hmm. right? Something like that. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> he had one. <laughs> he had one. It was there. I think You'll Bo see. played it. I was ripping on Wesley Willis's keyboard like there's mm-hmm. no tomorrow. We we jam in the Pennywise room. Jammed in the Pennywise room. It's 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 a blast, this thing. So please hope you all enjoy. I'll be back in a few weeks. Uh don't bother me. <laughs> See you in in March. Godspeed. Have a good trip. Bring me back something French. Will do. Bye. Bye.